the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Let God do what God is doing. And sometimes it takes standing still and looking to God. Welcome to a special edition of The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. On today's program, Pastor Jack Morris takes a biblically-based look at the current unrest and struggles that we're all dealing with and will provide some insights from God's Word that will help us to make sense and cope with all that's going on in our nation and the world. Let's go join the congregation of the Largo Community Church for the message, Stand Still and Let God Move. Stand still and let God move. You see, things happen and we, we jump in real quick with our ideas. But our ideas, when we jump quickly, are human ideas. And human ideas fall to the ground. They don't last. But his ideas came forth in his word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. Let God do what God is doing. And sometimes it takes standing still and looking to God. The scripture says in Isaiah 40, verse 31, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Friend, do you need your strength renewed? Well, let's wait upon the Lord. But we're going to find out how to do that And God's Holy Spirit is going to speak to us today how we can wait upon the Lord, how we can stand still and let God move. Now, waiting on the Lord and standing still does not mean, listen to me, it does not mean doing nothing. Pastor, you talk about you don't want to do anything. Listen, they were in the upper room for 10 days. They were waiting on God. Now, I'm sure some of them had to leave and come back, had to leave and come back. People had to cook food, wash clothes and come back. But they were waiting on God even during the activities that they were involved in. Waiting on God when I'm mowing the grass, my mind is on the Lord. I'm praising God. I'm worshiping the Lord while I'm washing dishes, while I'm vacuuming the floor. I can be waiting on the Lord when I'm preparing a Sunday school lesson or studying or Zooming, waiting on the Lord while doing other various activities. They that wait upon the Lord, they that talk to the Lord, they they that sing the praises of God while driving the car, you're waiting on the Lord. You're standing still, knowing that God is active, God is doing something, and I'm going to hear him speak to me, his holy word, and bring blessing to me. Now, let's start moving into the message. 
When you hear the word storm, and, and, or I say there's a storm coming, or the, the, the radio weather woman or man says there's a storm coming, what do you think about? You think of lightning, winds, rain, hail, strong winds, uprooting trees, blowing roofs off of houses, storms. A man, a friend of mine, went to visit his family a short vacation, and uh, he came back, and he and his wife, and I met them, and I talked with them, and I said, well, did you have a nice time with your family and on vacations? Words, something to that effect. He said, there was a storm. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I hope it didn't do any damage to the house. Or, he said, not that kind of a storm. I'm talking about a family storm. There was conflict in the family, things that he had not anticipated Brothers and sisters at each other. Friends, it's easy to get at each other. Let's love one another. Storms. So all storms aren't hail and rain and, and uh, winds. There are storms like coronavirus, uh, like racial injustice. Uh, there are storms in marriages Friend, has your marriage ever gone through a storm? Your marriage ever been threatened to dissolve? Uh, Your family, storms at work, storms come. Friend, let's behave ourselves and remember what God has brought us through and never cease to praise him. Remember from the pit, you were dug and I was dug. God has done great things for us. God is in the clouds. Wherever there's a storm, there's going to be clouds. Always clouds. Storms don't come without clouds. Even family storms, individual storms, financial storms. There's going to be clouds. But God is in the cloud. The disciples were in a boat. Minister Hooper just read just a little bit about it. They were in a boat. Jesus on the mountain. Jesus looks down. Thank God he does look down. And he's looking down on you and me today. But let me just go right on. Jesus looked down and he saw the disciples and the wind was contrary. They were bucking a headwind. And friend, what can you do about the weather? Like Mark Twain said, everybody's talking about the weather, but nobody's doing anything about it. But I want to tell you about the one who can do something about it. If we wait on him and look to him and give him time. The scripture says in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. Don't get in a big hurry and want everything to happen real fast. God isn't going to listen to you or me when we take that notion. But that's, that's the human way. But remember, patience is one of the fruits of the spirit. But oh, I know I have problems in that area. I'm glad you don't have any problems like that. <laughs> But God is with us to help us and to bless us. And so the disciples were frightened. Storms can be frightening. The coronavirus with approaching 155,000. Isn't that right? 155,000 people have died. And it is in no way over yet. Friend, we need God. We need the church. We need help. God is here to help us. Uh, This racial unrest, racial inequality, it's not over yet. It's been going on for a long time. 
We need the Lord. We need to wait on God. Only God can make some of these changes that need to be made. Let's look to his ideas, not our off-the-cuff ideas, but look to the Lord. So the Lord saw them, and he went walking on the water to the... God will get to you, friend, any way he can. He'll walk right to you. And he's walking toward you today because the word of God is the healing word of God. And the physician is coming to do the healing that is necessary in society, in the environment, in our homes, in our individual hearts. You can have a storm going on with a smile on your face, not letting anybody know about it, but he knows about it. And when you wait on him, he knows how to help you and give you strength to go through the storm. Well, it looked like he, Jesus was going to pass the disciples by. And friend, if you don't call out to him, he'll walk right on by. He's not going to force his blessing or his healing on anybody. But he comes within earshot, within prayer shot. And when you pray, you say, Lord, I need some help. My marriage needs some help. My finances need some help. Our nation needs some help. Our church needs some help. You, you can't pray for your church and talk about it in a negative way at the same time. That's hypocrisy. And God is down on hypocrisy. Friend, you just need to take care and watch who you are and what you're doing and wait on the Lord and move toward God. Let God be God in this situation. But come on, use some common sense. No, use some Bible sense and let God move. He will indeed do that. He was going to walk right on by them, Jesus was. And the disciples were frightened. They thought they saw a ghost. But when they cried out, Jesus turned right around and walked right over to them. He's not far off. Jesus isn't. He's right here at hand to bless and to help us. All we need to do is call out to him. He got in the boat. And what did he say? Take courage. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Let the Lord handle situations that you are thinking somebody else ought to handle. <laughs> no, let the Lord handle. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday via live streaming. Go to LargoCC.org at 9 or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Again, go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry? And consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. 
800-242-20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. On the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus took Peter, James, and John up on the mount, and there he was transformed before them. And while Jesus was speaking, the scripture says, a cloud, there it is, there's that word again, cloud, a cloud enveloped them. I mean, they were baptized in terror and fear. Someone said, well, you know, people are afraid today. Yeah, without the Lord, we need to be afraid. (laughs) But when Jesus gets in the boat or gets in the heart, he delivers us from all evil and from all fear. Jesus got in the boat and said, take courage. Come on, fellas. Come on, fellas. It is I. Don't be afraid. And then Jesus is coming again. Yes, I know you've heard this before. He's coming again. And do you know how he's coming? Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, it says, look, look. He is coming with clouds. Nehemiah said the clouds are the dust of his feet. So friend, when you are enveloped in a cloud, remember, he's got to be near. It's the dust of his feet. All you need, all I need to do is just call out to him. Now let me talk just a little bit about the coronavirus and racial inequality. The coronavirus brought the world to a halt, a screeching halt. Who could have predicted? Who could have known? Uh, Here it comes. No one prepared for it. When it hit, borders closed. Travel stopped. Schools, businesses, churches closed their doors. It's a wake-up call. It's, It's... you, you see, it's like the heart. The heart, I've, people have, the, the rhythm of the heart got off beat somehow. And the, the rhythm that it was supposed to be there wasn't there. So the cardiologist uses an electric jolt to bump the heart back into rhythm again. Well, the church has lost its spiritual rhythm We get spiritual at times, and then we fall back. Then we get spiritual again. Then we get turned on, and then we get turned off. We need to get back in the rhythm of worshiping God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might, and then watch God move. He's going to move. You see, it's like a good parent. The child misbehaves, and the parent says, you go to your room. Time out. The church has been drifting and drifting, slowing down, slowing down, and God finally comes. Perhaps he's using this Cronola virus saying, you go to your room. In other words, you go to your house. You're quarantined. Are you with me today? You who are watching, streaming. God has spoken to us. And something, sometimes, like a parent, has to do something 
maybe a little bit of drastic to get our attention. Now, when he quarantined us, and there are many who are still quarantined, and I don't want people to come to church until you feel comfortable. I know you're streaming, and God is blessing you right there in your home. Your home is becoming more and more spiritual Sunday by Sunday. God bless you. You're doing the right thing. Someday you'll be back here at the church, but we are together whether we're there or whether we're here in the sanctuary. But when God quarantined us, was it not for a purpose? People not getting bored, not knowing what to do. They can't go to work. Uh, they can't go on vacation. Uh, how about evaluating that time to wait upon the Lord, to evaluate our lives, to evaluate our relationships? Friend, who do you hang with? Who do you listen to? What person or group are you a part of? The church of Jesus Christ. Yes, evaluate our, our idols and turn to God. Now, did I say idols speaking to the church? Yes, I said idols. Not only to the church, but to those who are not in the church. Not saved, but particularly those who are in the church. You see, the church, there are some who have had faith in the idol or the God of money. It's not a totem pole type God or brick and mortar. But they ha had that feeling. They would have say it out with their words, but watch their actions. They think money, or they did at least, and maybe they still do, could do everything. Money can provide power. Money can provide security. Money can provide control. I've got money, meaning I have power, security, and control. And all of a sudden, the God of money betrayed us. We can't buy our way out of this. Money isn't almighty. We need to repent of that. How about the God of hedonism, meaning the God of pleasure? Seeking pleasure. Looking for one thrill after another. Oh, we had this thrill, but how can we top this thrill? And life has become a thrill after thrill after thrill. We need to look to God and say, he's the one that provides the joy and the happiness. What about the God of self that we've bowed down before? The God of self saying, look at me. I'm a, I'm a, uh, what is it? Uh, I made, made myself. I made my business. I made all this money. I've done it. Look at me. I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. And, and we... Uh, or, or we take pride in how we look. Our looks are everything. The billions of dollars spent in the United States on cosmetics. Men too? I don't know. Am I, am I going anywhere with this sermon? Has the Lord spoken? Did God send the granola virus? I don't think so. I would say no. But he gave permission and he's using it now. Now I want, I want to read a scripture. I want you to listen closely. Don't even want you to turn to it right now. But if you want to write down Lamentation chapter 3, verse 37 through 42, God spoke through Jeremiah the prophet. Listen to what God says about giving permission to get the church back on track. And the church can't get back on track until I get back on track, until you get back on track, until you get back on track. We are the church. Listen to this scripture. 
of God giving permission. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? I'm reading Lamentation chapter 3, the words of Jeremiah. I'll start again. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Dear God, help us to do some self-reflection a little bit. Where do I stand with God? Let us test our ways, examine our ways. Let us turn our back. Let us turn back to the Lord. That's why he's talking to the Lord's people. Let us turn back to the Lord. You can't turn back to something that you never came from. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say we have sinned and rebelled. Some people have taken so much pride in their spirituality. Dear Lord, how the devil can dupe us. God is coming. I want to talk just a little bit about the the racial injustice that's going on. We knew all along, all these years, that it existed. But we did little or nothing about it until Mr. George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. Did nothing about it. Hey, things are happening now. God knows how to get some action out of us. Look what's going on. There's a heading out now entitled Revival at the Corner where George Floyd was killed. The corner is 38th Street and Chicago Avenue in Minneapolis. That intersection is now blocked off. I did a little bit of research on it. Things are happening very quickly. We wanted something to happen the very first Sunday. Things are happening. That intersection is now blocked off. White people, black people together are taking murals and flowers to that place. A local pastor, Joshua Gills, said that there is a revival that is breaking out, a spiritual awakening. Listen to this, what this pastor says. Souls are being saved and baptized in water, giving their testimony at 38th Street and Chicago Avenue. Preacher after preacher is going. People are coming. People are hearing the word of God. Friend, let's rejoice a little bit and give thanks to God for the souls that are being saved who perhaps otherwise would not have been saved. People are beginning to listen a little bit now. Thanks be unto God. This is what the Christian Broadcasting Network had to say about 38th Street and Chicago Avenue. CBN. Listen to this. The area, 38th Street and Chicago Avenue, the area was once flooded with riots and chaos, but now, but has now seen an outpouring of God's power. God's power is being poured out where the man was murdered. You talk about God turning things around. All things work together for good. To those who love God. To those who love God. Let me say it again. To those who love God. And are called according to his purpose. You've been called into his kingdom. Another Christian radio station said. At the epic center of pain and darkness. A message of hope through Christ. Is taking hold and spreading. 
And it's starting right there where the man was killed. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Souls are being saved and people are being baptized. Isn't it reassuring to know that God is alive and moving in the hearts and lives of individuals today, even in the midst of horrible circumstances and wrongdoing? I invite you to pause for a moment and thank Him for the love and grace He provides and the hope we have as we surrender our will and let God move. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Thank you.